Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to dive into some of your questions uh, from our Instagram Q&A the other day. Our first one comes from Brandon Porter. Uh, Who will Penrith sign to cover up for the lost forwards? So, interesting one there from Brandon. For me, I look at that Penrith side and I don't think they've actually got a heap to fill, to be honest with you, but we'll get into that in a second. Uh, The other one, another one comes from Big underscore Les 101 signing so far with the most impact for their club. So I'll talk about those ones. And then Brendo, 2208, who is the best young core to build around? A couple of young teams who are really building for the future. Let's start with Brandon Porter, though. Who will Penrith sign to cover up for the lost forwards? Now, obviously, they've lost Tavita Pangai Jr. They've lost Kurt Capewell. Uh, There's a couple of guys that have left that system now. It is going to leave a couple of holes, but... To be honest with you, I'm confident that they can fill from within. I don't think they really need to go out and spend too much coin to be able to fill those spots. Uh, Tavita Pango Jr., he didn't play in the grand final. I think it was Spencer Lino that came in for him. He was sensational. I think he should be in the starting 17 every single week for Penrith. That sort of fills that hole. Doesn't play the same sort of role, but when you think about Tavita Pango Jr. and what he's able to bring that high-end potential, it's not really how he was playing at Penrith. He was sort of just filling in a role there, and I think Spencer Lino is more than capable of doing Doing that. I think there's a lot of teams that could really do with a Tavita Pangai Jr. sort of player to spark something. I don't think Penrith is the sort of side that need that. So Tavita's a fantastic player. I just don't think they're going to miss him massively, to be honest with you. Kurt Cape, on the other hand, this is a guy that I think they are going to miss quite a bit. It's a big loss. It's a big experience loss as well. But for me, once again, I think they've got the guys in this team that can fill this role. I have a look around that squad, and you've got Liam Martin, who is an out-and-out state-of-origin player now for me. I think he's definitely of that caliber. He was sitting on the bench, so he can come straight in. We also had Scotty Sorensen, who emerged at the back end of the season. He's been a journeyman for a couple of years. You all know that I hold this guy in really high regard. So straight away, I think he can come in, and he can fill a role as well. So as much as Penrith, they have lost some forwards, 
To be honest with you, I think there's enough guys in this squad to be able to fill it. You've still got Matty Eisenhuth in this team who I don't think they've used overly well either. And, I mean, maybe that's because they don't need to. When I, when I look at their squad, there's no one that I'm thinking, oh, Eisenhuth should be pushing them out of their spot. But the depth they've got is incredible. So to have Sorensen, Liam Martin, and Matty Eisenhuth, and Sensalinu, who, who missed the last few games until the grand final, I mean... I don't really see this as being an issue for Penrith, to be honest with you. I think that they've got enough guys to be able to fill from within, which is a scary little prospect. They've also got a couple of second rowers. Like I believe Isaac Tago, he can play in the second row or he can play out in the centers as well. So he could be another option if you get desperate. But I, I think these other guys... They're going to do a good enough job, to be honest with you. I think this team's going to do really well next year. Uh, I think they'll be right up there with the very best of them once again. I think that they do have an opportunity here to go back-to-back. And obviously they do because they won the comp last year. But I genuinely think this is a team that could go back-to-back. From talking to Nath Cleary the other day, I'm filled with confidence watching how this team unfolds over the next few years. So, great question from Brandon Porter. Personally, mate... I, I honestly don't think they need to sign anyone. I think they can fill from within and they can spend that money elsewhere if they would like. Um, they've also... I think they signed... Who did they sign the other day? They signed someone that was there a couple of years ago who's now returned. I think he went to Canterbury. Chris Chris Smith they signed the other day as well. So some decent depth there. I imagine that he, he'll probably improve at Penrith as well. So I'm not overly concerned about this team moving forward. I think they'll be okay. I think Kate Wall's a massive loss. I think Tavita Pango Jr. will hurt. But I definitely think they can overcome those losses to fill those spots. I think it's the same thing with Stephen Crichton and Matt Burton. I, sorry, with, with Matt Burton, who they've lost. I think they can fill that spot. Matt Burton and Paul Momorowski, I meant to say, sorry. I think they can fill those two spots from internally, and I think they'll be just fine. Let's move to our next question from Big underscore Les 101. Uh, he says, signing so far with the most impacts for their clubs. Uh, I, I think Adam Reynolds, he's probably the biggest one heading up to the Brisbane Broncos. I think that'll be massive for them, along with Kirk Hatewell, too. I think that's a really good get. I think Matty Burton, he's got the potential to be that guy for Canterbury, but I think they need to get the rest of their team sorted uh, before they're relying on Matt Burton. I think they've still got a lot more things to work out. Long term, I think Matt Burton could be the best buy of the year, realistically, uh, but I'm not going to put too many eggs in that basket this year because it is going to take time uh, for him to find his way as we as he gets into his career he's still very young I've said it a number of times I like to repeat myself because people think I've been negative on on Matt Burton I'm not I just think that he is coming from one of the best systems in rugby league he is standing on one of the best edges in rugby league in one of the best positions in rugby league left center for the Penrith Panthers has been unreal over the last few years. So I think that one will be massive. Uh, I think the one that the Roosters have landed, getting Connor Watson, is going to be huge. And I know that sounds crazy because it looks like he's going to be jersey 14. He might be nine, but it looks like he could be jersey 14. It now makes sense for them to shift him to jersey 14 because you would have to assume Brandon Smith is going to be their their hooker long term, uh, which might sting Connor Watson a little bit, but... I, I got to tell you, I'm not overly shocked that the Roosters have land there. So I'm sure it's something that he would have had in the back of his mind as a possibility uh, to happen there. Uh, so I think Connor Watson, he'll be a massive one there. A couple of other clubs that have signed guys, I think will do well. I think that going down to the Melbourne Storm, uh, Xavier Coates, I think that'll be a really good signing. I don't think he'll really change anything down there. I think he'll be solid, but I don't think he's going to reinvent the wheel to any extent down there. I think he's a great player. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I just think that he, he's going to fit into that team well. He's going to do his job. He'll, he'll be even more of, of a rep player in 18 months' time. Jamal Fogarty at the Titans, Adam Elliott, I really like too. Adam Elliott is one that stands out for me. I think he is going to have 
a massive season. I think he's going to have a real bounce back. I think he's going to be a really good redemption story over the next few years. Keep an eye on Adam Elliott. I believe he will be the 13 for the Canberra Raiders moving forward. We already mentioned Matty Burton at Canterbury. Paul Vaughan, I think, is a good one. I think that uh, Matt Dufty has huge potential to be a good one. Whether he is or not, it really could go either way. But if it goes good, I think it will be huge. Uh, he's obviously a talented guy, but there have been issues left, right, and center with him over the years. Nico Hines, obviously a massive one here, shining, signing with the Cronulla Sharks. New coach coming in. Uh, I love the signing of Nico, but I personally think Dale Finucane, he's probably the bigger one as far as moving culture in the right direction. That's going to be massive. Uh, these are all just the guys off the top of my head uh, that are coming to me. Uh, I think Isaac Leo for the Gold Coast Titans, he'll be a pretty good get as well. Uh, one that I'm looking forward to watching. I think he's been really underrated uh, for the Sydney Roosters for a long time. I don't think he's going to turn the club on its head, but I do think he will be a good signing. Interesting, you've obviously got Chad Townsend arriving in North Queensland along with Tommy Dearden, who's already been there for a little bit. How that works, I'm really not sure how that one's going to play out. Uh, it'll be very interesting to watch that, but I just, I've honestly, I'm clueless as to how that's going to play out. We're going to have to just watch that one with a close eye. I think over at the St. George Illawarra Dragons, a number of good signings, but I wouldn't say there's any great signings in there. I think the one with the highest potential is probably Jaden Sewer or Moses Suley. I think one of those two guys would probably be your pick of the bunch there for the Dragons, but I don't think either of them is a huge market mover, realistically. South Sydney, they've got a couple of signings. Obviously, the MILF is landing there. That could be anything, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be going too heavy on that, realistically. Cheekham's a good little signing. I think he could be handy. Once again, not a huge needle mover as far as a club or a franchise goes, though. And Savili Havili, uh, I think he'll be... Saliva Havili, sorry. I think he'll be handy to have. One of the Roosters, I obviously mentioned Connor Watson. I think Renu Fatoni is one to watch. I think he could be absolutely anything for them. Keep an eye on him. Adding Paul Momorowski will help. They've lost a lot of experience out in their back, so that'll be huge. Sean Johnson for the Warriors, obviously a big one. Um, um, I'm so excited to see him arrive there once again. He's obviously... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. He's a different guy when he's arriving back than when he left a couple of years ago. So I'm super hyped to watch that one unfold at the New Zealand Warriors. Love the way that SJ carries himself now. He's matured incredibly uh, over the last few years. So very keen to see that one. Along with Ash Taylor. I've always been a fan of Ash Taylor. I know a lot of you guys aren't. I cop shit every time I give him a compliment or whatever. But he's just got so much more to offer. It's not even funny, Ash Taylor. And I think with a guy like Sean Johnson next to him, you could see some really good footy out of him next year. I'll always be in the Ash Taylor corner uh, from watching him in the juniors. He was just always so impressive. I just know he's got more to offer. The other one for the Warriors, though, is Aaron Penne. Now, he's coming from the Melbourne Storm. Now, I don't know if he's going to play in the middle or on an edge. I think he'd be as damaging in either spot, but he's a real smoky in this team. He's a real smoky for your super coach teams, too. One to keep an eye on. I wouldn't be surprised if he emerges at 
some point and just absolutely brains it. He's got that sort of potential. Over the Tigers, obviously a couple of guys landed there. The, the two guys from England, Oliver Gildart, he, he, he's a pom from Wigan. I'll be very interested to see how he goes. Speaking of Jackson Hastings, he rates him highly, but they're obviously very good mates. So uh, as much as I trust Jacko's opinion, they are good mates. So uh, read into that as far as you will. Hastings, though, I am very excited about him. I think he'll be a really good signing for the West Tigers. I think his mindset at the moment is a lot greater than what people are giving him credit for and probably what people will ever give him credit for, to be perfectly honest with you. He's just one of those guys. But Jackson Hastings, just depends where he plays. I don't know what position he's going to play for the Tigers. I don't think he knows. I'm not convinced Michael Maguire knows either. So see how that one plays out. Tyrone Peachy, you've got to assume he will be the 13 for the Tigers. If he's not the 13, I think they've wasted that pick. In saying that, if Jackson Hastings isn't in your spine, I think you've wasted that pick too. And I'm not sure how both of these guys are going to fit in. It wouldn't surprise me if we saw Jackson, Jackson Hastings at 13, but it's personally not where I would put him, especially now that you have got the peach. Uh, you've obviously got Luciano Lelu and Isaiah Papali'i. They'll be uh, Papali'i. We spoke about him the other day going to the Eels the year after. That'll be massive. Lelua going to the West Tigers, uh, going go to the Cowboys, sorry, the year after. So two big signings there for down the track, along with Luke Metcalf that we spoke about. Uh, great question there, mate. I sort of dribbled on there for a little bit because I didn't want to miss anyone, so I sort of went through just about every club. But for me, I think the overall one, I think it has to be Adam Reynolds, Dale Finucane, Probably Sean Johnson, I would have him up there as well. Matty Burton, potentially in the future as well. Thanks, Big Les. Great question there. This one's from Brendo2208. Don't recognize the postcode somewhere in New South Wales. Who has the best young core to build around? Really interesting one here. I know they're not... Like, when we think young, we sort of think teenagers, but... Geez, I'll tell you what, Penrith with guys like Isaiah Yo, Nathan Cleary, like they might not be super young, but they're not super old either. Especially like Nathan Cleary, Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai, Stephen Crichton, these sort of fellas, Brian Toe, they're all mid to young twenties. I mean, they've just got so much more rugby league in them; it's terrifying. So I think they're going to be really hard to beat for a couple of years. You look over at the Roosters. Uh, Egan Butcher, Sam Walker. Uh, you've got Sammy Verrills there at the moment. Brandon Smith's joining. He's only 25, so he's potentially got another eight or nine years left in him. Uh, Joseph Suwali, we mentioned. Billy Smith, Egan Butcher. I mean, there's just Satili Tupanua, Lindsay Collins, so many young guys at the Roosters that they're going to be able to build around for a long time. And you know that over the next few years, they're going to be able to add big names like Brandon Smith and these sort of guys to their squad. So I think Roosters, Penrith, they're looking very good long-term. South Sydney's got an interesting little bunch coming through at the moment. I'll be keen to see uh, how successful they are. I'll probably be able to talk more about that in 12 months' time. The St. George Illawarra Dragons, though, this is the obvious. You've got Amone, Sloan, uh, and Bud Sullivan. Three huge standouts there. So I'd probably, I probably, I think as far as when we think young, as in really, really young guys, I think the Dragons are really hard to go past. Uh, with like That could be their spine moving forward for the next 10 years, realistically, if they all stay there and play out their careers in the Red V. But as far as just being successful for the next five or six years, built around a young group, I think the Roosters and the Penrith Panthers are going to be very, very hard to go past there. Thank you for your question, mate. I appreciate that one. Thank you to the three fellows sending your questions today, guys. As I said, thoroughly appreciate always answering your questions having the opportunity to do so. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 